Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your boy Andrew G. And welcome to episode 43 of my podcast, The Public Affair. I'm so elated to even announce the fact that we are on 43 episodes of The Public Affair. And it's all thanks to you guys. Thank you so much. And of course, to my producer, Mike, with Rogue Media Network. He's the best at everything. I love you, Mike. Thank you. Um, before we get started with this really great episode, which I'm super excited for, um, I would definitely want to give a shout, out to, a shout out to a few of our sponsors of The Public Affair. Of course, to Arjon Painting with my boy Juan Arjon. He's a family-owned local paint company that specializes in residential homes, both interior and exterior, and has the best quality guaranteed so if you need your home painted of course you're gonna call Arjon Painting with my boy Juan Arjon thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair of course to Frank Biza with B&J Refinishing Frank Biza is also a public affair alumni love me some Frank uh, he focuses on resurfacing bathtubs counters sinks tiles and more to original showroom quality offers five year warranty on most work and has the best prices in town and he doesn't stop there because he's also got Co-Town Tint and they are a mobile tint and detailing business that offers the best high quality film and products and will be all competitive prices my boy Frank has got it going on. Thank you for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair, man. To Pollo Box and Audio with my boy Jeffrey Monreal. He focuses on installation of stereos, door speakers, and audio systems. He also specializes in building custom subwoofer enclosures and much more. Jack of all trades. He's also been on The Public Affair. Jeffrey is the man. I love me some Jeffrey. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. Of course, to David Santabanez, another alumni, number one sales agent in his office with Alinea Real Estate. He'll help you buy a home or sell your home. And you can follow him on Facebook at David with Alinea. Call the number on the screen, darling, for all your real estate needs needs. Of course, to Joe Olvera with Four Brothers Construction. He'll provide custom home and designs and renovations. He also focuses on plumbing, roofing, tree removal, electrical work, and so much more. So make sure you call the number on the screen for Four Brothers Construction if you need any of that work done. Joe, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. And of course, I can't go on without my boy Marcos Colero with Midway Nutrition. He's located on Hewitt Drive. He has meal replacement shakes with tons of different flavors. Of course, the honey nut cherry is my absolute favorite. He gave me that Ritz high tea the other day that had me sweating. I love it, love it, love it. He also has um, he focuses on healthier meal replacements and he also has Waco Nutrition and Energy located on Spate so if you guys are looking for a little bit healthier of what you're consuming make sure you hit up my boy Marcos Goldetto at Midway Nutrition more to come later darling alright guys so like I said I'm really excited about this episode of The Public Affair first of all 43 that's like super awesome um, this guy is like super hard to get a hold of I was referred to him by my good friend Marcos Goldetto um, who was convinced that he would make a really good episode and after watching his YouTube channel I was elated and excited to invite him on the show and I have a lot of questions for him too I want to um welcome my my friend now local YouTuber and host of the Waco Dudes Mr. Silas Nasida how are you today dude I'm good <laughs> bro I'm just like I'm trying to was that much was that too much bro I, I'm impressed by how fast you can talk and be clear you know like oh like the, most people mm -hmm. that talk really f fast, you yeah. can't hear what they're saying, like every word, but you were able to get every word in there. <laughs> well, thank you. I you know, I've been on the radio for six years, too. So, oh, yeah. okay, 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 <laughs> but you know what? I have to take a deep breath before I do all those sponsors. I've been losing breath. So when I'm done, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. and then God, I've lost all this weight because yeah. then like before I was like drunk and sweating and it was 
disgusting mess. So yeah, but I'm really happy that you came. Thank you so much for making the time to come on this show. I really do appreciate it. Um, like I said, we have a mutual friend, Marcos Cordero with Midway Nutrition. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you ever heard of the Waco dude? And I was like, no. And so <laughs> he was like, no, he's on YouTube. You got to check it out. And I did. And I was like, hey, he's kind of interesting. You know, well, easy on the ass. And so he was like, yeah, get him on this. You got to call him, but he's hard to get a hold of. I was like, cool. You answered the phone on the first ring. Um, you were more than happy to be a part of it. And I'm really grateful. So thank you so much. Yeah, I really do appreciate sure. it. For yeah. sure, man. Like, I, I mean... I love all things Wake. I moved here uh-huh. in 2019 is when okay. I moved here, like after living overseas, oh. obviously came here, played football, right. um, left, came back. But since I came back and I feel like this place is home for me, I made okay. Waco home. Yeah. That's when my YouTube channel switched to the Waco dude. Gotcha. And I'm just, I'm all things Waco right. and anybody who's in Waco doing things for Waco. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm about it. You're so, for it. Yeah, man. I don't, I, I don't know a ton about you, okay. but I know that. You're, you're, you're a Waco dude, yeah. and I'm, I'm about it. Well, we're about to get to know each other very well. And so, uh, okay, this is really funny, and he said that I could tell whatever joke I wanted. Yeah. So in watching your YouTube channel, I got, the, um, I got the perception that maybe you were a little bit more religious than I thought you would be, which is really great, right? Because I love having religious people on the public affairs shows the diversity of the show, right? Because this show is everything but that. But anyway, um, you know, uh, he was like, what, what can I buy you? You know, I buy all my guests something, whatever they want, because I like to wine and dine my guests. And he was like, oh, just get me a drink. And I was like, well, damn, I don't know if that means alcohol or if that means like he wants a coffee. You know what I mean? And then I was going to be funny and buy um, a bottle of red wine and call it the blood of Christ. But then I thought you'd get up and walk out. So I was like, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> a little nah. I, uh, I, uh, I mean, I drink. I'm yeah, not, no, yeah. I'm not a. Do you I'm, like red wine? Yeah. I oh, I should have bought the red wine. I lived in. Oh. I lived in Italy. Uh oh, darling. I lived in Florence, Italy, yeah. right in the heart of Tuscany. Okay. So that's where I kind of developed my enjoyment of wine. Right, I right. I didn't really drink until I moved to Germany. He lived mm-hmm. in Germany, and you mm-hmm. can't live in Germany without drinking beer. And Got you. So that's where I learned like uh, and to enjoy beer. Yeah, and for sure. In, in Italy, I learned to, to enjoy wine. To enjoy all. your vino, that's right. I love me some wine. I love me some red wine. Um, and you know, um, like I said, Silas Nasita is a very busy man. So he's on a bit of a time crunch today. So we're going to start the timer. I started a little timer. All right, let's do this. All right, so, <laughs> so again, thank you for coming on the show. For anybody who might not know who you are, why don't, we ju- why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us who you are, where you're from, all that jazz. Yeah, dude. Uh, from California. Grew okay. up, born and raised there. Um, I get that vibe. It's mo- the hair. Moved to <laughs> New York. Oh, uh, lived in upstate New York for a year, my freshman okay. year of college, then transferred out to Waco in 2013 right. to play football at Baylor. Okay. There's a whole long story attached to that. Um, is that a part two or is that a part two or? Uh, I mean, you could, if you want, you mm-hmm. can Google it. It's like, there's like plenty of documentation. I can't wait till I can tell somebody story. that they can Google me. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I can't wait. I mean, there was that one guy, but that's it. You, <laughs> They could definitely Google you. Yeah, if I'm they sure. Look, they'll find you. Like, at this point, they'll for sure find yeah, you. Yeah, I guess I haven't Googled myself. I don't. I haven't tried it. I don't know. Like, yeah. 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 Um, no, I definitely have Googled myself, especially yeah, yeah. like when everything was happening at Baylor, because uh-huh. I was just like, dude, what are people saying? Yeah. Um, like my natural knee jerk tendency is to really care about what people think. Oh, about. okay, cool. Yeah, but. You know, I'm the same way, though. A lot of people say that you shouldn't really care about what people think about you, and I'm so the opposite. Like, yeah. I, have, I I get so bothered when people think so negatively about me or they have the wrong perception of me. Because, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's like, it's not me. I like, mean, it's, it's, it's a normal yeah. human thing to be like, I want people to like me. Right, right. So, but anyway, let me circle back around. To yeah, get, you good, you good. To keep you on track. Okay. Um, uh, I, I'm 27 <laughs> years old. Ooh. I live downtown Waco right. and uh, this is home for me okay now after I lived after I graduated from Baylor in 2016 mm-hmm. I lived overseas um, 
off and on for right. four years. Okay. That, so was that in Germany? Lived in Germany and I lived in Italy. In Italy, you said that. Okay. Yeah, then, then I <laughs> came back came back here on 2019, right. July 2019, and felt like this was this where I want to make home. Oh, good. Okay, that's good. Yeah, and you know what? I'm so happy for you to say that because I'm not from Waco either. I'm actually from New York. I'm from Long Island. And so a lot of people, like, I think that are from here don't like it here. I've said that in my prior episodes. But Waco's cool. Like, it's cheap. Everything's close to each other. Um, we have everything you need. We have H-E-B. Like, what, what, you know what I mean? That has sushi. Like, what yeah. else do you need? Right. Now, if Waco had a beach, it'd be perfect. But where would you put a beach, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Um, so in watching some of, what is your nationality? <laughs> Not that it matters, but I just yeah, want to know. I, I could. I, I was getting Middle Eastern get. vibes. Yeah, it's okay. the number one, number one question I get. Yeah. Uh, but I always love to re-ask the question. What do you think? Okay, I was um, okay. So when I watched your YouTube channel, I was uh, just because Silas Nasita. I was thinking either Italian or uh, Middle Eastern, which I know is like very far apart, but. And then it's just the tone, you know what I mean? Like the skin tone. So I was like, okay, sure. He's not Latin. I don't think you're Latin. I don't get Latin vibes from you. I just get like Italian, yeah, like mo- wine mo- and pasta. Most people, <laughs> most people in the southern part of the United States will okay. say Mexican. That was right. my, my, my guess. If, when I was in overseas, I got uh, like Syrian, Middle Eastern. Yeah. Because you don't have a lot of Mexicans over in Europe. Right. But uh, no, I'm not. I'm actually Filipino. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and so I've gotten Pacific Islander. Yeah, I've yeah. Gotten, okay. I, I've gotten Hawaiian. I've gotten Polynesian. Yeah. I've gotten Mexican. I get it all. I, yeah. So I'm not too. I worried. had a crush on a Filipino person one time, and they they dumped me. But anyway, um, so, <laughs> hey, if I didn't tell you that I was Puerto Rican, though, what would you have said? What would you have guessed? Honestly, yeah, I might have guessed Puerto Rican because really? you look like <laughs> like Marcos. Oh, like Marcos got because he's Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah. y'all had the, like the same features. Yeah. I, I, I probably said Puerto Rican. You, but you know what though? A lot, so when I moved to Texas, a lot of people thought that I was mixed with black and white, or black and Mexican, or just Mexican, or some people thought I was black. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm Puerto Rican. I I, I like to say Afro Latino because like a lot of my uh, family they look like black people, yeah. like they do. And so um, and then I know like if you get into like the descendancy and all that jazz, and then they're African and stuff. So, I mean, I don't want to get all political right. on here, but um, right. no, I'm definitely Puerto Rican. Well, so, I'm, yeah. I'm also mixed. So I'm. Oh, Okay. I'm actually only half. I'm half white. Oh, got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, the pasta and everything. Hey, why don't you... Okay, so um, why don't you talk to us a little bit about your life growing up? You know, I noticed on your YouTube channel, and correct me if I'm wrong here, did you grow up without a father in your life? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he, how would how did that impact you? Yeah, that was probably the biggest impact in my life. Okay. Like, as far as, like, identity and who I am, hmm. I mean, so much of a father's role in your life is to... Right. To, like, speak that identity into you and what it means to be a man, and so I never right. had that in... In my life, which caused um, just like a ton of ton of problems for me. Okay, yeah. yeah. So when you say a ton of problems, when you were growing up, did you like have a lot of behavioral issues? Like, were you having maybe da- daddy issues? Is so inappropriate. Um, God, you know what I mean? Like, would you say that it affects your behavior growing up because there wasn't a male figure in your life? I mean, did your mom at least have a boyfriend, like a stepdad figure? Or, no. Okay. Nah. So she's an independent woman, huh? Oh, for sure. Ooh, what's my, that, mom? My mom is. I bet a, she's hot. A legend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was. Uh, just raised four kids on her own. Wow, with no, with no husband, no help. And, yeah, um, yeah. Did she? She's awesome, but uh, mm-hmm. that caused tons of problems, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. One of them was like sexual sexual addiction. Like, wow. When I was a kid, getting hooked on pornography like really quick. Oh yeah. Um, and then like the thing is like when my dad left, it wasn't just that my dad wasn't there, but because he left, my mom was working all the time. Yeah. Which didn't allow us the opportunity to build a relationship. Okay. Which means that, like, so I didn't really have, like, a, really, like, a mom or a dad. So I grew right. up super independent, trying to figure a, th- a lot of things out right, on my right. own, which, like, led me to, like, 
again, sexual addiction. Yeah. Um, that was the place where I found love. Like I found hmm. affirmation and love through like either porn or just like getting girls. Wow, that's so weird. Like I've never heard of that. I guess, I mean, I, I was fortunate to have both parents in my life. <laughs> they fought like cats and dogs. and I don't know how they're still together after all these damn years. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I always hear like, like, I hear the single mom story a lot from women, okay? And a lot of women, um, I never heard that 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 getting addicted to porn, which I want to talk about later because, oh, my God, I saw one of your YouTube episodes. So I got to talk about this. Yeah. But, um, but um, getting addicted to porno, I didn't think was, like, one of the repercussions of not having a male figure in your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, do you know your dad? Uh, well, he's dead. Oh, he's, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay, no, yeah. sorry about that, yeah. But, um, okay. Well, well I, I mean, I knew him a, li like, a right. little bit. He was, like, in and out of my life, and then yeah. when I was 16, he died. Oh, okay, got you, got you. Okay, yeah, sorry to hear that. Wow, um, I got a little deep there. Anyways. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. one of the things that yeah. you'll learn fast about me is uh -huh. that um, I, I don't do surface level. Okay. Um, I, I don't have a problem going deep, but yeah. then also, I don't have a, like, it's... You don't have to like worry. I, I drop that pe on people a lot. I'm just yeah. honest, like, yo, he's dead. Like, I don't oh, okay, know. Okay. Like, but you don't have to feel bad about that. Right, it's right. Like, not your fault. It's just life that, that happens. Yeah. Um, you're just a fluid person. What, what did you mean? say? What like, well, like, so so you're not scared to shy away from, like, the, the skeletons in your closet or the things that you've nah, done or things dude. like I'm the same way. Nah. I'm so happy that you're like that. I really, I'm not going to lie. When I was watching the show, I was like, oh, God, I hope he doesn't have, like, a stick up his ass. And I hope that he's yeah, not, like, very reserved. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, and then we didn't know each other either. Right. So I was just referred to you. But then, I, like, some of the things that you guys talked about was, like, really interesting to me. But, um, you know, I really wanted to dive into that because I don't, I don't have a lot of men talk about, like, maybe just having, well, I've had a few guys on the show talk about they were raised with single moms. And um, I just didn't think like, you know, everything is just kind of jogging in my mind now when we get to this topic later. But um, about how pornography was like your, I guess, escape from it or. Sure. Yeah. OK. Wow. That's crazy. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, OK. So you're, are you the only guy or did you have sisters or. Yeah. So I have two brothers okay. and a sister. I'm the youngest of the four. Oh, wow. OK. Yeah. So um, would you would you say that they were more in tune with the relationship with their dad than you were since you were the youngest or? Yeah, a little bit more. Um, but based on just like their personality types. Right. Um, they kind of just like were pretty even killed. Like they had major effects by right, not right. having a dad that just is going to have an effect on anyone. Yeah. But okay. My personality type, I'm just like all in type of person yeah. to where like when I do something, I'm just like all in, which means that if it's a good thing, it's going to be great. If yeah. it's a bad thing, I'm like, you're just going to crash and burn. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. That is crazy to know. Okay. So um, I, anyway, <laughs> you know what? Um, so this is going to kind of roll me into the next topic. So you're a YouTuber. Okay. Um, so that's how I was able to kind of get to know a little bit about you. I didn't watch all the videos because there was one video that I was watching this morning while I ordered my IHOP on DoorDash. Um, plug, they got to pay me for that. And so, um, and so um, when I was watching the episode, it started and I was like, oh, wait, I don't want to watch it because I really want to get to know him on the show because I want to be able to have like a, um, a legit reaction to like your answers. Do you know what I mean when I ask you? Right. So um, being a YouTuber, what inspired you to become a YouTuber or to post videos on YouTube and start the Waco Dude or the Dudes. Yeah, so, it, I mean, the channel originally started out just Silas and Acida. That was my channel. Okay. I was living in Germany. When I was deciding to move there in 2016, I wanted to document, like, my adventure over there. So right. I started a blog. Okay. And I started blogging, like, what I was doing. Hey, I'm about to get leave for Germany, blah, blah, blah. Took, like, a couple months, and I was like, dude, this is boring. I hate writing. Yeah. I, I never liked writing papers anywhere in college. Why would okay. I write this? Nor If I'm not going to read it, why would I want to write? Right, know? right. And so when I was there, I met a kid who was like vlogging and I was like, he basically explained it to me. 
And so I started simply by documenting what I was doing over uh-huh. there. And then that morphed into just like so much more. Right. Um, Were you like, documenting everything or just like interesting stuff like traveling? Uh, <laughs> I think I'd say probably like I did travel, football, yeah. and lifestyle. So like just like my personal life I would share. Oh, okay. um, but then a lot of traveling and a lot of football. Yeah. Is there a vault that we don't know about, Silas? Vault? <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, <laughs> uh, videos that you might be able that. to sell. Never mind. Just go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'll let you put two and two together and figure it out. <laughs> sorry. It just went it. over his head. Okay. I'm it sorry. Did, it did go over my head. I'll right. explain later. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. No. Okay. So, um, uh, so you, you're documenting your life in Germany and you, um, you, you know, you're like videographer or, you know, v- or vlogging is what they called it back in the day. Um, I don't, God, I haven't heard that term in a long time. Um, how did you go about building your audience and all? Because I just started this podcast in July. Okay, I'm a little bit less than a thousand subscribers right now, which I'm really grateful for. And so, um, you know, I've noticed that you have a really huge following. How did you go about, um, I guess, building that audience? Um, really, it was uh, probably learning what people found interesting. Okay. And this is, I mean, this is kind of a big part of like my change and like not being super involved with YouTube anymore. Um, in fact, like my YouTube channel is not near as successful as it used to be. Oh, okay. And the big, the big reason it's not is because I'm not producing content that the people want to see that mm. I originally started. So this is, and this is my advice to anyone that's starting anything, doing yeah. anything. From the beginning of anything that you want to do, you have to figure out what do you really want to do and who do you really want to be? And you, right. you have to stay consistent mm-hmm. from the beginning. If you, if people don't like you for right. you being you, like you will end up hating it no matter what you do. So, wow. for example, <laughs> when I started my YouTube channel, uh-huh. like I, I was enjoying it at first, and then I kind of like switched it towards like, oh, these are like really successful things. Uh-huh. People like this. I'll just continue to do what people are liking. Then I got to the point where I was like. I'm miserable because I'm not really being my full self. Mm, okay. And then like when I moved to Waco and I felt like I should start YouTube again, I like started doing it like more myself. Okay. And like people were like, Oh, we don't like this. Cause this is not what you used to be. Right. You know? Right. So it's like, if you, bi- you can build something based on what people want. Yeah. But then like, you're going to have to continue doing what they want rather than getting to be yourself. Exactly. And so, um, yeah, to answer, to circle back around completely, okay. just giving you the anecdote. No, I'm down with it. To what, how I did to build it was um, I found a unique niche. Okay. And I just like was consistent and worked at it, like did work every single day. Right. I mean, there was a long time where I got paid nothing and I just hustled. But I did, I will say that to my credit, I, I loved making videos. Uh-huh. So it was not like I was just doing something purely for like audience. Yeah. I loved making the videos and I loved doing it. So like, I, so I did it every single day without right. pay. Oh, okay, gotcha. You know, and so that just that consistency, yeah, and that unique niche over time was successful. I, I think you know, and I, I relate so much to what you're just saying because I know when I first started this channel, um, me and my producer, the first thing he ever told me was like, "You have to be consistent. Like when you miss a week or two, they're gonna forget about you." And you know, since July, we haven't missed a week, right? <laughs> We've come close, but we haven't done it. And so I think a lot of people, and another thing is too, like. Like people really appreciate the public affair because it's just, like this is how I am outside of here. Do you know what I mean? And so I'm not like I'm not a character. When I when I invited you or when I invite anybody, I say don't be somebody else. I want you even if you're gonna get yeah. a punch me in the face for asking you an offensive question, just do it yeah. because like it's it's the legitimacy. It's the, yeah. what people like. You know what I mean? Right. They don't want to see another cartoon character or something. You can like go on Netflix for that when yeah. you come on the public affair. 
you get legitimacy, darling. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, I think I mean you know I think that's so um, I think that's such good advice for anybody starting an endeavor because I think a lot of people think that they have to build this character of themselves. You know what I mean? Or they have to do what people like. I'll tell you, I'm not on TikTok. Because TikTok is such a big fad. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be like sucked into that. And then people like, no. anyway, yeah. moving forward. Okay, so um, I want to talk a little bit about your YouTube channel. So we have the Waco Dudes, right? Okay. And I was I was watching some of your episodes. And you kind of have like a podcast thing going on as well, right? Or did, at least mm-hmm. when you were doing it. Okay. Yeah, I do. So, yeah, so um, uh, one episode that I really want to like spend a lot of time on is an episode that you had with, is it a pastor? Named Jonathan Pocluda? Yeah, he, okay. he was a pastor in town, Harris Creek. Okay, Harris Creek. Hey, hey, it's Pocluda, right? Pocluda, yeah. Pocluda, okay. So um, you guys made a really interesting episode to me about pornography, yeah. which I was so immediately, first of all, I was attracted to the name because, you know, I love porno. Like, who doesn't, right? And so, um, you know, I, when I was watching your reactions to the way that he was talking and you guys, the, like, the subject, I, I was really watching how you were, like, absorbing what he was saying. Yeah. Like, I could tell that you were really, like, paying attention. You were very attentive, and it was really, like, affecting you. Yeah. Um, so what... What inspired you to create that episode about pornography? Well, interestingly enough, I wasn't like when I sat down to do the episode, I wasn't going to talk about porn. That wasn't the topic of the video. Okay. Uh, The topic of the video was more so like about dating. So we're kind of doing a series on dating because he wrote a book called Outdated. And it's supposed to be like, like, what's the proper way to date um, in our society? And so the topic of the video is going to be more so like, how does like, sexuality in dating like affect like your long-term relationship huh. and things like that and <clears throat> so I, I called him originally and i was like hey you want to i want to call you and he's like well i'm downtown i'll just stop by okay and so like quickly morphed kind of more into pornography which is like a really big part of sexuality yeah let's talk about in it. relationship and and so then it kind of got into like how does how does pornography actually affect you yeah and then by the end of the episode, I was like, well, this video is about pornography. Let's 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 title it that. Okay, got you. Yeah, so, okay, so it wasn't really originally about that, though. No. So, um, I wonder, just, okay, because, you know what, when you mentioned earlier that not having a dad in your life drew you to porn, yeah. I want to know how, in your mind, that, that, that was your escapism. Do you see what I'm saying? Because, listen, I'm going to be 30 this year, and I love some porn. I think porn is educational. You guys were talking about how evil it was. I, I was, like, I was listening, and it was really, like, I, if you guys have an, a chance, um, I have to post a link or something, because it was so just informative. Yeah. And um, we, you guys were talking about, like, masturbating and how evil it is, and, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, um, and then I did watch the dating part as well. I'm jumping around. Anyway, um, he was talking about how pornography is evil and how masturbation is evil. Can you um, enlighten some of my, or not enlighten, can you inform some of my um, viewers what you guys were talking about there? Yeah, for sure. And mm. I would even hesitate to say the word evil because when you, when you like put those things together, like pornography is evil, masturbation is evil, like, like the immediate reaction to that is like, oh, if I do that, I'm evil. Right. And that's, that's like not the heart at all behind okay. it. So it's like, well, more a, a better way to communicate like what's in our heart in this right. is, and this is my experience, like as someone who watched porn last week, mm-hmm. like who's still like wrestling not to, I, I, yeah. I don't want to, don't want to do that, but to communicate it the best, I would say the heart is like, we believe, I believe that it has been destructive in my life huh. and it has hurt me a lot. Can you elaborate on that? I really, I really want you to dive deep in that because I, I really have to like understand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. This might be like, just <laughs> we're gonna have to like take our time to. Dissect yeah, you go this ahead. This yeah, I'm here. probably the deepest topic uh-huh. of my life that has been so confusing, and I'll, I will even preface the whole thing by saying, I don't have all the answers, mm-hmm. and I don't know 
all everything. All I know is like what I've experienced in my life. Okay, got you. What I've seen, and so what I where I see it's destructive is that um, one, it makes like the sexual experience all about what I want. Okay. Extreme, like the, it's like it's all about consuming. Right, right. And so I'll I'll start from my I'll just explain from my life. Like what it's done is it it's made me just like when I see girls yeah immediately go to that place of like let me just undress them with oh. my eyes let's get there yeah i just want to use them and then go like, like objectify them yeah objectify. Okay. i mean because think about porn when i watch porn it's like as soon as you're done you just turn it off and buy and huh. you close it off and it's <laughs> it's like i put it away done yeah and that's it's like it that's the same thing it trains like kind of trains my brain to be like that's how I see girls yeah. use them, then be done, close it off. And then when I want it again, pick them up, use them, be done. So that's, that's like one of the many things where I've seen that it'd be destructive in my life. Yeah. And so, um, but I can get into more, but I'll let you jump. No, in. but well, I, I just want to know because like, I mean, do you, so do you think that there's something wrong with casual sex? Cause what if the girl likes that too? Like, so what are, are you in a relationship right now? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, let, let's, yeah. let's pretend you're not in a relationship and no disrespect to her. I, I'm sure she's great. Let's pretend, let's pretend before you were in a relationship. Okay. 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 So, um, when you wanted that and let's say you meet a girl that like, cause I think a lot of people think that girls don't like that too. You know what I mean? And I think girl, I, I have a lot of friends that are girls too. And they talk about, yeah, sometimes I just want to have sex. Like, why can't a guy do it? And girls can't do it. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. why can't I look at a guy so if that's what both parties want do you think that it's the same connotation do you know what i mean or I like think do you still think less of a person like that so now are we switching away from porn into just like casual sex um yeah i mean we can i mean because so look, look silas when i watch porn i take notes okay because <laughs> you know i i like to have casual sex i'm not in a relationship so you know i have definitely have like a friend or two that you know that i trust and it's like when i want that bit of fun i'm just like hey what are you doing tonight you know what i mean mm -hmm. and most times like i'm with my wife and so um you know like sometimes it's just like just that because yeah, i don't have sure. time for a relationship you know what i yeah, mean yeah. and so you know for you i mean we, we talked about how the porn was destructive in your life because yeah. it made you just look at a woman and objectify them and say oh i'm not i'm not gonna show them any love i'm just gonna f them and leave but what if that's all the girl wants to like what if she just was the f you and leave do you think that it's still the same thing or yeah so that's like that aspect is one of many of the things that has okay. me. but with that specific scenario so scenario two people who are like consensually and i've done that before right like it's, it's not like <laughs> and and hear me when i say okay. it feels good yeah and i like in the moment i enjoy it and like even now uh -huh. as i'm sitting here telling you this telling you that I, I try not to do that. I don't want to do it. Like right. there, there, I still have to fight the desire to like, want to do that at times. Yeah. And so like where, where like I see the issue of like two people who are like, Oh, we're just, we're adults, whatever. That's yeah. Cool. Okay. I think based on like what I deep down want mm -hmm. truly is like one person that I get to be intimate with that that only that only that person knows me best and like right. when i'm just like casual with somebody and it's just like this fling i think that there's something deeper to sex that's happening than just like the physical i believe that, okay right okay so if it's if it truly yes. was just the physical then i'm 100% with you yeah like it doesn't matter like it's i'm just, like, just shell shocked know? right now yeah go ahead keep going yeah <laughs> like if, like if it truly yeah. is just hey this is just physical yeah like, then to me, honestly, I'd be like, yeah, let's just do it. Right. Like, whenever I want, I'll just do it. But, like, I believe that there's something deeper that happens. Okay. And that's more the problem that I see with it. 
Right. Okay. No, I, I do agree with you because I think there has only been like two times where I was having just casual sex with somebody. And one of my friends mentioned before, like feelings always get involved no matter how bad oh. you don't want to admit oh, yeah. it. Feelings always get involved. And there was only two times yeah. where I fell for it. Okay. And, I, and then they ended up leaving because they have wives. And so, um, and so it's like, like, I don't, it's, it's crazy for me for you to hear that because I, I like talked about it before. I am so scared because, um, at 30 years old, I haven't had a serious relationship ever, okay? I've always had yeah. flings, and I've always had, like, oh, yeah, we're talking, whatever. Yeah. But now it's to the point where I'm so regulated to just casual sex yeah. that I don't even know how to be in a relationship now. I think I have all the answers. But, like, you know, then watching porn, like, I just want to do what they do in the video, too, because it's fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I personally don't think, you know, I think we're all human. Yeah. I think yeah. if you're if you're single, and, you know, and then you meet somebody else who's single, God, Andrew, shut up. Okay, so let me rephrase that. Because <laughs> I definitely have had my share of being a side piece. So um, I think when you find somebody else who wants the same thing as you, and it's just consensual, and it's just like, you know, let's just do this, whatever. As long as you guys can leave feelings to the sides, which 90% of the time, you really just can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because at about probably like the fifth time, it becomes like more intimate. Um, I, I do think that that becomes an issue. You, you know, you made a lot of sense when you said that. And also what I took from the episode too was... Um, I think the pastor, correct me if I'm wrong here, was saying that um, when people watch so much porn that they don't, they don't, um, they lose the intimacy factor of when they're having sex. Like they don't even stare at each other in the eyes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so they're more like, oh, I'm just going to like look at their body when I'm doing it. And then that's what's turning me on. Or, or some guy who um, I think he was talking about like wear boots when he was masturbating. Now he's fixated with boots or something like that. Yeah. Like, God damn. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. What, what can you Yeah, elaborate on that for me, please? <laughs> yeah, and again, I'm not an expert, so yeah. from what he's explaining, um, I mean, it, it, it does make sense. Like, uh -huh. I, I and I have friends, and even it's happened to me in my life, where it's like you can't get turned on, you can't, you know, yeah, get, get hard if you are like with someone because like you're like there's this image that you've like programmed yourself like this is these are the images like this buffet that I choose from these uh -huh. these things right here will turn me on. Yeah. But without those, like, I can't. And so, I, I mean, that's that's personally happened to me once yeah. in my life. And, and I had friends, like, uh, dude, I'm on the football team. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah I, we know I've the football players. I, like, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen it all. And, like, uh -huh. I, like, there's tons of my teammates who, like, literally would be like, hey, do you have those pills? Like, pills? Like, like basically, like, Viagra. Oh. It's like, like, are you talking about, like. Oh, wait, wait, like, we're talking about something else now. Mid, <laughs> we're talking about mid 20s yeah like in shape fit men who they know that they're going to go hook up with a girl they, they're not going to get turned on to the point right right so that's what i'm saying that to that tip to elaborate on that point i've seen that happen um so that, yeah i don't know i don't have no problems with that i don't need no viagra we can get this problem right now <laughs> i mean like that's just me i don't know like I, I think it's crazy when people need like supplements to get into the mood you know what i mean i'm dtf all the time but anyway no you know did i take from the episode too you have to correct me if i'm wrong here because i was eating and watching your episode at the same time that you had a problem or you still have a problem with kissing your girlfriend because it leads to more than sex or was that something in the past or yeah, talk I mean, to me about that yeah so because i got a kiss like I'm, yeah. Okay, yeah yeah it's like it's for me, it's it's not that I don't have the freedom because I can kiss her if I want to at any point. Right, we right. talked about it. Like, we have that desire. I've told her I want to kiss you, yeah. but like I I set that boundary early on that look I'm not gonna kiss you because like I said before I'm all in person. Uh -huh. If I kiss her, I'll straight up have sex with her. 
Like that's like for me, it's like I'm not satisfied with just the surface level. Okay. Like I want the depth of life in anything that I do. Right. And so like for me, if my goal is to say I want to save sex for marriage. Yeah. Then for me, I have to set that boundary now. Okay. Because like again, this is where for me, knowing myself, yeah, sexual addiction, like I'm I will desire that so much and I've seen how that has clouded my my brain to okay. where I cannot view the person that I love the right way. So are you being abstinent now until you get married? Yes. Wow. How was that decision like? That's got to be really hard. I mean, especially being in a relationship. Yeah, for sure, but like cuz I don't know. I'm, I'm not a virgin. Well, yeah, no. I I've I've had sex before. Yeah. Bro, I was married. You were married. I was married okay. in 2018, got wow. married to my college sweetheart basically yeah. and like this th and this is part of the reason why I'm so passionate yeah. about like porn cuz it affected me and it even linked into my marriage and hurt the intimacy of my marriage. Really? Is that because of the things that we talked about earlier like where you guys weren't even staring each other in the eyes like you were just No, like, yeah. no, not no, not so much that like I, I wouldn't say to the wild point. To yeah, dude. Okay. I'm listening. Go ahead. To the point where like yeah, I mean I it I know that there were many times in my marriage that mm -hmm. like having sex it so much of it was about me yeah. and not like serving not like not creating an intimacy with each other but it was like me consuming wow. and like this is this is crazy that like it kind of takes you some imagination to understand yeah. but like that hurts the intimacy of a relationship when it's just like even if you it, like regardless if we're having sex. If she doesn't even know that I'm, I'm just consuming in my brain. Like I'm just okay. getting something out of. Us. She doesn't know that, but it's still like hurting us. And that, and then it leaks over in the way I treated her, and I didn't yeah. treat her the best way as, as I could, and okay. it led to like a whole another thing. That's kind of the reason why I'm back in Waco. I ended up coming back to Waco because she was like, "Dude, I don't, I don't want to see you. You need to go to Waco." This and is so crazy to me. <laughs> I'm Silas. I'm it's not, real, bro. Oh my god, we need another hour. Hold on a second. It's real. So I okay. So you. Obvious, so you're saying you were a man whore back in the day. Let's just put it out there, right? Would you say so? I mean, you used to objectify De like, if, men. If men. you define, however you want to define it, but yeah. I, I would say that, um, I, and I would still say, look, I, I don't know if, if I call myself a, a, a sexual addict, but maybe I would. Either yeah. way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. What I do know is that I have a strong tendency to desire sex in the way that I believe is wrong and is, is hurtful to me. Wow, I have to rethink a lot of the choices. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. Okay, and, 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 excuse yeah. me. <laughs> no, no, this is wild. Okay, wait, hold on a second. I, let's backtrack here. Okay, I saw the episode that you, you. Okay, so you don't kiss your girlfriend unless you guys are about to have sex. Is that is that what I'm understanding? Or you no, just don't kiss your girlfriend no, no, at no, no, all? No, I we are not kissing. Period. Wow, and she's okay with that. Yeah. How long yeah. Have you guys been together? If I'm gonna get uh, personal, started, you have to stop we, me. Okay. Nah, dude. No, I'm in. All right, let's go. We're we, in. Let's we do it. We started. We started dating. Okay. Um, well, we started being like really getting to know each other in October. Okay. Um. And then we, uh, I asked you to be my girlfriend January right. 12th. Okay. Yeah. And so when when you guys, oh God, when you guys had the conversation. Okay. So when you, oh, sorry guys, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Abstinence. So you made the choice when to become abstinent. Was that after your marriage ended in 2018 or? Um, okay. See, that's interesting. Like, yeah. 
I don't think that because don't you think when you're getting a divorce you want to go out and have ca- like a lot of people just want to go have casual hoary sex like you know what I mean and, for sure and I mean, yeah that was that was like a temptation if you will I don't yeah I'm gonna try to shy away from using church terms because no, you, I'm not big on church terms okay but you use whatever terms you want this is yeah, great yeah yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. like there was that 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 call that polling to go do that during yeah. that time especially. Like, I mean, I felt rejected. I felt abandoned. Like, right. I did, I made a lot of mistakes, but at the end of, like, I wanted to work it out. I wanted to, like, let's, like, give it a shot. And she, yeah. she was like, nah, I don't want to do this. Okay, next. And so, like, just, like, rejection, abandonment. Like, I felt worthless. Yeah. I felt like, man, this is just, like, the worst. And so, like, the, the pull towards, like, finding satisfaction and just, like, casual sex uh-huh. was stronger than it ever had been. Right. Um, but at that point in my life, I was like, look, this I've done this before and it doesn't like, I don't end up being satisfied. Okay. I just going to have to do it again and again and again. And each time I do it, then like the next morning I'm just like, I feel worse. Wow. Really? Yeah, for sure. No, I love the morning after. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've got the devil and the angel here. Let's go. Okay. Sorry. And like, I mean, ultimately, no, I'm not an angel and you're not the devil. No, we are this, like, there's nothing different between me and you. For sure. Zero. No, there's zero. Like, you have your pull towards you, you say you're gay mm-hmm. so your pull towards gay sex whatever is the same to me in my mind as my yeah. pull towards heterosexual sex it doesn't to me like the intimacy level like in the to me they're both wrong wrong poles yeah yeah because like i said it's like ultimately and this is where it just like comes on what you believe like yeah no you i i think that if god is real uh-huh. which i believe he is yeah me too and he designed sex to look like this yeah regardless of what i like feel called like desire to do uh-huh. if i do it the wrong if i do it not in his design then it's gonna hurt me that's what i believe which yeah, is yeah. what has happened in my life and okay so i don't yeah we're gonna just keep no going, this is so great like yeah, you don't dude. understand how much i love this conversation right yeah, now dude, no sure. uh, yeah because like oh wow okay okay wait so <laughs> You become abstinent. I'm still on the abstinence thing because, okay. like, I, I just have, I've never, I, I'm so not judging. I think what you guys are doing is so great. I think that what you guys, yeah. I applaud it, for, especially for her sake, because let me tell you something. I can't have no man who's not even going to kiss me. I can understand waiting for sex, which I'm not trying to wait either. But because I'm, I'm, I have sex on the first date. You know, you got to test drive the car before you drive it. You know what I mean? You do. And I, now my standards are so low. And um, I almost called you Nasita Silas. <laughs> that all you have to do is take me to Cheddar's and then we can totally get this down. Like, you know, that's how, that's how like narrow minded I've become. And I know it's not good. You know what I mean? And eventually I get to the place where I can learn to like appreciate a real relationship and a person in my life and we can like make a connection and stuff like that but um what was the conversation like with you and your girlfriend who i have got to meet her now i really got to call her on the phone and what was the conversation for you to be like okay so here's the thing we can be boyfriend and girlfriend right but we're not gonna kiss and we're not gonna have sex until we get married because i'd be like let's get married right like right now we can go to vegas (laughs) so what was that conversation like for you and how did she take it yeah i love that conversation it was so good dude Um, really um I told her um, it was. This was. Let's see here. We we started. I asked my girlfriend like on a Tuesday. Yeah. I decided like that weekend that I wasn't going to kiss her. Then that Monday, I was like, <laughs> I just. I, I told her I was like, I've been thinking about this a lot. And okay. I, and I know my past. I know what I'm capable of. If like we go there. Okay. And I I I like want to value the best way that I can, like in, Whoa. in the highest level of value, of, like of what you're worth, not just for your body, but right. all of you. Right. I believe that the best way that I can do that is if I don't kiss you. And she actually started crying and said, I, 
have never respected you more. Wow. I think I would have left you. Like, that is so great, though. But that is so awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I'm, wow. I'm I'm shook. He shook he he shook me guys on my own show. I've never I always shake the, the guest and you got me shooken right now because I again I don't know that I can be in a relationship like that. Like yeah. do you guys hold hands and stuff at least? Or, yeah. Okay, like I kiss her on the forehead, on the cheek. Just kiss on the lips the same thing. Nah. nah so, because like oh here's still, think about think about okay. for me. Yeah. I have never like started getting handsy with someone okay. by like making out with their forehead. No, no, no. I mean, you don't have to make up, but like, what's wrong with a little, like a peck? Like, you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Yeah, exactly. So there's, like, nothing, there's nothing wrong with a kiss. Right. There's nothing. But for me, for you pers- okay. I cannot just do that without like being like, I need more. I oh. want more. And I know myself because like, I, again, I'm going back to it. I desire the like depth of life. I want right. the most out of life. Okay. And so with anything I do, I, I started like dancing a year and a half ago. When I first got into dancing, I just like went all out and just like got mm-hmm. So, like super into it. Were you Same a thing with tennis? No, 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 no. I'm talking about like country dancing, oh. partner dancing. Oh, yeah. Same thing with tennis. I got into tennis, and mm-hmm. like it, it took me like two weeks to like get shoes, get wristbands, get a headband, get like all of the things. Yeah, it's just everything I do. If I if I like really like something, I just like dive into right, it. Right, right. So that's where for me, it's like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna kiss her. Like it's like I'm gonna I it's gonna be like awakening like such a strong desire for me that I don't okay. want to. I don't want to have if I'm going to, if I want the choice of I don't want to have sex with you, right? Then I'm not gonna kiss. Now you. it's not be, it's not that you don't want to have sex with her. You're just taking a different approach to things because obviously you oh, find her attractive, and, and you're like struggling. Like, listen, I would totally bone you right now, but like, just, just that's not how you're going about things right now, correct? One hundred percent, dude. Yeah, I, like I'm a normal human being. I'm a man. Yeah, for sure. Of course, I desire. That. Yeah, but like, it's like if I think. That this is what's best for you. Okay. I am not going to. I have to like limit myself because I want what's best for you, not what's easiest now. Right. Okay. So how do you now fulfill that desire as a man? Because if you don't masturbate and you don't watch porn and you don't have sex, how do you keep? <laughs> Silas, you can't keep that all in. Okay. It's you, just, hard. you can't. No. Like. Yeah. It's been since what you said October at least. October since when? Since you've last had sex. Uh, July of last year, maybe. Nah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I would have died. Yeah, <laughs> hey, no, you know what? Listen, Silas, kudos to you. I think that is so great. I think that's what I appreciate about the human race is because we're all so different. I've never met a man as attractive as you, no homo, who has just done that. You know what I mean? And I'm sure your girlfriend is hot, too. And I... Oh, God, I bet you guys are just waiting for the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, but, I mean, you know what? Maybe it gives it something to look forward to. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we're going we're gonna to get a nice little beach house, and it's going to be on and popping. Yeah. So do you think when you're married, it'll be, like, regularly, I guess? like but For sure. Yeah, like, okay, in, okay. In, in, that, in that way, wow, it's, like, really, really, really good. Like, sex is a great gift mm-hmm. from God, I believe. I believe um, so, too. And it's, like... <laughs> Like, I don't know where God became a bad guy with sex. Right. It's like he invented it. It's not like right, people right. just, like, started doing it. It's like, oh, what are they doing? Oh, <laughs> oh, what? oh what? No, like, he invented it. And so it's like, if he invented it, it's a good thing. Right. But, like, when we, just like anything else, if you, like, do it the wrong way, if you twist it and you mm-hmm. manipulate it, and then, like, 
it can hurt you. And that's I would, what I believe. I would like to know what the wrong way of sex is. <laughs> I really would. I have this joke that with my, I have a lot of straight guy friends. <laughs> Don't judge me here, okay? Bro, I'm <laughs> not going to ever judge you. <laughs> I have a lot of straight guy friends. And like they, they'll make fun of me about like, you know, being gay or whatever, which I'm so down with. I love gay jokes. I think gay jokes are the funniest thing. I'm huge traitor to my community. I'm sorry, guys, but they're funny. They're funny. And so um, they'll, they'll be like, oh, you're the one who does this, you know, like inappropriate things. And I'm like, yeah, but oh, you stick your thing in that. That's disgusting. Like, that's so abnormal. And they, they sit there and they laugh at me. You know what I mean? And so when you were talking earlier about, oh, you know, like God created it this way, I have lots of questions for God when I get to heaven or if I get there. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, wow. I think that is so informative, Silas. Um, I I applaud you. Hats out to you. Um, what are some things that you do, maybe for the person that's watching this episode who might be struggling with the same addiction that you did? Because God, you know, I had never viewed pornography as an addiction. It doesn't make me late for work. It's not evil for me. It's just like fun pastime. You know what I mean? That's just my opinion and view on it. But to the person that might be feeling that they're struggling with that or struggling with, you know, they can't masturbate because it's wrong and they can't have sex or kiss their girlfriend or boyfriend. What do you do the, to fulfill desires that are not that then? Yeah, dude, that's, yeah. And that's a great question. And like, okay. that's one of, that's, dude, it's such a, it's just such a fight to, to, it's a struggle. Like it's okay. for sure a struggle. And the, the, like, the key is, well, first off, you kind of have to realize with addiction, it's like, uh -huh. for me, the question, I, I, I was like, dude, I'm not addicted to porn. Right. I'm not addicted to this. But then the question was like, when, if I really wanted to stop doing this, could I? And the answer was like, wait a second. I, like, can't. I'm having such a hard time. This is not actually. Right. So, to me, that's addiction. for that. That's when I, like, accepted that I was. Right, right. But uh, the the yeah the desire you, you, the great that's a great question. It's like okay, okay. Well, where do you put that desire? It's right. clearly in in do? me, and that's like that's in you. That's <laughs> where like for me, it's like learning how to redirect that desire to healthy things, healthy okay. ways. For so for example, in our relationship, uh huh, like when I have that desire because I do have the desire to be physically intimate with my girlfriend, right, like um I like redirect that into hey like I'm gonna. I'm going to like redirect that desire into like, I'm going to take you out and let's go enjoy something you love to do. Let me like, okay. let me redirect that desire to like serve you in a way that like you love to be served wow. or when I'm not with her and I'm feeling that desire now, instead of like going to porn. Okay. And again, that's a desire. Like, like I, for me, I'm like, Oh man, I need to go to porn right now. Yeah. In those moments now, like my mindset is let me redirect that desire for porn to like, let me like how can I how can I love her better in okay. this? Well, I can like call her up and like ask her how she's doing. For me, I, I'll pray for her. Yeah, and I'll be like, well, you know, I'm just gonna pray for her that she has a great day. Okay, she, whatever she's overwhelmed with, I'm gonna pray that those things would go away. I'm gonna like I'm gonna drive over to her house and and drop off something like a gift, a flower, yeah, a coffee, yeah. or whatever. She's like basically redirecting that really strong desire to other things. And like, dude, I'm with you. And then like. For the longest time, I'm like, is this like even possible? Okay, it seems yeah. impossible yeah. to do, yeah. but <laughs> at this point now, like, I believe it is possible to, to like, not have to fulfill that sexual okay. need. That is just so wild to me. Yeah. As much as I think it's so crazy and that you are just absolutely bonkers, I have yeah. to say that I have a lot of respect for you too because I again, I, <laughs> wow. Okay, so um, okay, um, so. Did you just say earlier that you watched porn last week mm -hmm. and you just watch it? Like you just watch it. You're just like, okay, that's cute. Like when I get married, I'm doing this. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? No, it was. Yeah. Or did you, did you like, did you, I guess, maybe relapse in that addiction, would you say? Yeah, I mean, I guess, if, how, however you want to communicate it or call okay. it, like, yeah, I, I watched porn and okay. I gave in to the easy release of, let me just watch porn real quick because I have this desire and I want to be satisfied. Right, right. That was a week ago. And yeah. it's it, just like with anything else, like addiction, like, yeah, you can call it relapse or whatever. Right, right. And now it's like, okay, but that doesn't define who I am. All right. Right. Now this, I still, I still want to go here and I'm still striving to go here. Right. Um, and that's where I'm going to continue to go. And just because I failed there and from my view, I failed, mm. like I'm going to keep going forward. Yeah. And like, again, I, like because I desire this doesn't mean that I'm perfect and I can't like, and I'm going to get it right every time, but this is where I want to go. Right. So this is how I'm going to get there. Wow. And so do you communicate that with your girlfriend? Like when that something like that does mm-hmm. happen, like, Hey girl, I watch porn. And does she like get upset with you? So yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. Last, uh, so that happened, let's see, two, two Tuesdays ago. So like yeah. two weeks ago. And then Friday I talked to her about, it. I told her, um, and I was like, Hey, this is what happened. Yeah. And she, I mean, before we even really started dating, I had told her about, like a majority of my past and my history of like how it got started and all that stuff. Um, but she, she responded like just really, really kindly and with grace and was like, um, she just listened to me while yeah. I tried to explain it. But, yeah. um, and it's like hard for me. So I was like, at one point too, I was crying and she was like, wow. She's like, I care. She's like, I care about you. It's okay. But here's the deal. Like, like we are going to pursue the freedom from this, like together, like, like I'm believing that yeah. we can get there, right? So it's like, hey, it's okay. Like I don't condemn you, I don't judge you. Yeah, but I'm gonna remind you, like we're we're moving forward. Let me tell you something. In 2021, I bet the only thing us women and men want is for our spouse to say, "I got something to tell you that's deep." I watched porn. That's it. Like that's what my man's telling me. Oh, at least he didn't cheat on me. Like that's cute. You know what I mean? At least he didn't try no hardcore drugs. Wow. Um, God, I know we're running out of time here. Okay, I'm sorry. Um. Thank you for that insightful information, and I have so many more questions. But um, I want to talk a little bit to talk to you a little bit more about your personal life. So um, you don't have sex, great. Um, what do you do? Uh, I guess outside of, I mean, are you still creating content on YouTube as often, or mm-hmm. like what are some fun pastimes? We mentioned that you hang out with Marcos Cordero and stuff like that. Um, what are some things that Silas likes to do outside of the YouTube and the working and not having sex? Like what do, what do you like to do? <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. I'm sorry. I, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, go ahead. I'm uh, not judging. I just see Rebel on your arm, and I'm like, no, he's he's high as well. What's that? <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Um, yeah, dude, I uh, love to do CrossFit. Sweet. Work, work out a lot. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Work out a lot. Okay. Um, I love to go dancing uh, at Melody Ranch. Country dancing? Country dancing. I do love- you, hold on. Excuse me. Backtrack. You go to Melody Ranch. You, go to, you said you drink sometimes? Yeah, I drink. How? Okay, when I drink... You know, there's a lot of people who drink and the alcohol affects them differently. Like they want to fight somebody. They want to use illicit drugs. When I drink, I want to have some nice sex. How do you then fight the temptation of not having sex when you drink? I don't drink that much. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't drink that okay. much. Because, I mean, that's happened to me in the past. Like when I, if I drink a lot, I get really flirty. I yeah. get um, much more like lovey, okay. like, touchy. Yeah. Um, and in the past, there's been times where um, like I've like, kind of got close to that line and I could feel myself definitely like being more touchy with um like girlfriends of yeah. mine yeah and so um yeah just being aware of that so okay like, I, I drink but like being aware okay 
also have my boys around knowing that. I'm like, hey, look, here's the deal. If I drink and I can like feel something, I might get that. So you have to watch my back. And right. That. Yeah. Um, G- so good yeah. group of friends. Yeah. Good, great group of friends. Yeah. Marcos, great group of friends. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. So Melody Ranch dancing do you, and you do CrossFit. I, I love watching your CrossFit videos, not for any pleasurable means. I just think that they're really cool because I just started working out in September at nice. Soka Soccer Academy. I lost almost 50 pounds. And so, Congrats, uh, bro, that's a big deal. I know. It really is. I feel so great. Like I said, I don't sweat and run out of breath anymore. I'm, like I look at my pictures. Like I look at my look at my old ass episodes of the Public Affairs Silas. Look at them and then look at like this episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can See. And so, um, what yeah. other things do you like to do outside of that? Do you like playing games? I mean, like I like I love doing any type of sport. Sweet. So I, I play sand volleyball with friends. Right. I love to play tennis. Okay. Um, I play in musical instruments. So I play Uh-oh. piano and guitar. And um, you're literally a jack of all trades, aren't you? I, I just love, yeah. And what's really your girlfriend's name? Taylor. Taylor, darling, shout out and kudos to you, girl. I love you. <laughs> and you got to give me some tips, and I'm going to give you some tips. Anyway, okay. Well, Silas, I know we're running out of time. You got to go. Um, thank you so much for coming on to this sure. episode. If we could we could talk here for two more hours, but I would yeah. love the opportunity to meet you and Taylor outside of this forum. Um, I would love to sit down and talk to you guys some more, maybe have you guys both on in the future. Ooh, after you're married. That would be great. Yeah, we'll do a part two, and we'll have both in, because I want to talk about how that was like. Gee, but, I was, I was, Taylor is not as open book as I am. Oh, no, I'll Absolutely. break. I'll break Taylor. We Taylor. got this. Okay. There's, there's, there's nothing a little bit of apothic red wine won't get you out of. Okay, <laughs> especially close. Anyway, um, so uh, Silas, uh, what's next for you in life? Yeah. Um, I'm hopefully gonna get married. To okay. Taylor soon. Uh, soon, 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 yeah. like tomorrow. No, yeah. honestly, like just whenever. Seriously, whenever it happens. Like, yeah. In reality, it's like look, I have that desire to have sex. There's no point in us like. If I know that this is the girl who I want to spend life, my life, I'm not yeah. going to have a 10-month engagement or right. two years of dating. There's no point. Right. Like, I want to have sex. I do. Yeah. But, like, I want to do it the right way. So, uh, that and then um, just living in Waco, dude. I'm going to buy a house probably pretty soon. Okay. Um, like, work. I love what I do. I yeah. have a video production company that's doing really well. I do a lot of work um, with a couple of car dealerships gotcha. in town. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, uh, I'm just here, man. That's totally. what, that is what's up. Um, you guys can see the Waco Dudes on YouTube. It's literally youtube.com slash the Waco Dudes, correct? Yeah. I really want you guys to watch the pornography episode. It really shook me. Um, I'm shook right now. I'm going to try and be abstinent, too. <laughs> I'll let you know how that goes by the time this episode comes out. My God. <laughs> My laughing. producer was staying at me. Go to hell. Like <laughs> yeah, he was laughing at me. I can do it, okay, yeah. Mike? Yes, I can. All right. yeah. I can. I went two weeks that one time, okay? Anyway, <laughs> big shout Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of The Public Affair. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Public Affair. Check out Silas Nasidas and the Waco Dudes, youtube.com slash The Waco Dudes. Watch the pornography episode. I'm telling you guys it was great. Before we go, I definitely want to give a shout out to a few more of our sponsors of The Public Affair. Of course, to Elite Barbershop with my boy Sid Rodriguez. He's located on Hewitt Drive. You can download the cut app or call the number on the screen to book he's also got marcus guerrero over there chris reyes and santos cordova making you look all hot and sexy for the weekend and sultry sid thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of course the fat boy michelada and botana with junior banda he provides the best micheladas and botana plates for yourself or for a party he's locally operated make sure you get the best and not the rest darling junior thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of course to joe Overo with inspire roofing and home improvement he focuses on commercial and residential roofing also 25 year and 30 year shingle roofs and all exterior needs so make sure you call the number on the screen for inspire roofing and home improvement Joe, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode and for being a part of the public affairs. Well, episode 40. And of course, I got Dominic Gutierrez and, Ari- and Ariana Gutierrez of Soka Soccer Academy located on Franklin Drive. They offer team, small group, and individual skill training. Silas, why are you laughing? You got to go try. 
They also have open play on Friday nights and specialize in soccer training and fitness training with Dominic Gutierrez and Isaac and Brendan Carrillo. That's why I look at hot sex. And I'm rubbing my soap. Hey, let me do one of them. You want to try one? Here, try it. Do you have another sponsor I can give you? Which one? Marcus? I don't know. Just give me one. I'll let you do Marcos. Here you go. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Yeah, go ahead. All right, thank you for Midway. Marcos Carrillo. You were driving. He's got he specializing in meal replacement shakes, tons of flavors. I just the other day and I got this really one that I love. He's got healthy meal replacements, wake nutrition, energy shots, barking cardero for being high. Yeah, that was cute. I don't sound like that either. Silas, thank you so much for Latin accent, bro. Thank you so much for coming on to this episode of the Public Affair. I really appreciate your honesty. I appreciate the banter. I appreciate you being open. I can't wait to see what's next for you, and I'm going to that wedding. I don't care if you guys invite me or not. I'm so there because I'm not gonna let you go. Yeah, I'm nobody on any permission for shit. Thank you guys again for watching this episode of the Public Affair. Episode 43 was so awesome. I appreciate Silas so much, and don't forget, darling, to always keep it between us <laughs> that was fucking great this has been a rogue media podcast